This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dork Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rock Von Doc. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Keep my fucking name out your mouth. Oh. Come on. Let's start right there, Ryan. What do you Let's say? Let's start right there. Let's do that. We there's a lot to get to. The Oscars. I was watching the Oscars as uh as I do. I know I know it's normally pretty shitty and I know it's normally not really much to yeah. talk about, but I end up watching it. And now that's all anybody can talk about is this Will Smith Chris Rock fiasco. Let me let me just start with an easy one, Ryan. Real or fake? Work or shoot? That's real. I agree. That's real. I agree with you. I agree. Because if you watch uh, so uh, all through Twitter, I mean, this is, if you go on Twitter, you can see uncensored stuff, but somebody was good enough to slow it down. He got him. He cuffed dipped him. him. He cuffed him. He got him like right in the lip. Yeah. It looked like. Yeah. And there's a lot of slowed down, like, like stills of it, of people trying to break it down. And for the people that are on the fake crowd, like the fake side of it. And we took some calls today. I saw there's some people on Twitter that are, that are saying it's, it's fake. One thing that I completely disagree with, they're like, well, if you freeze it just right, Chris Rock kind of like leans into it and he's kind of smiling. Yeah, because guess what? He had no idea it was coming. Just no. because Will Smith was walking towards him doesn't mean he thinks he's actually going to get hit in the face. He might think yeah. he's joking because when I was watching it in real time, I thought it was one of those like, hey, I'm going to come up here and defend my lady. And Chris Rock's like, okay, you got me. And then, he or, like, yeah, or they were going to like, there was going to be some riffing. Like, never in a million years, if you're Chris Rock, do you think that Will Smith is going to come and slap you in the face at the Oscars in front of millions of people? Millions of people. Never do you, would that cross uh -oh. my mind. Walks up. And I think, again, because he goes like, uh oh. And that's because, again, he thinks he's probably joking and like from some of the will smith stuff you could see and also from watching it in uh real time the cameraman after chris rock said his joke it panned over will smith was laughing so will he laughed. yeah and here's where i think this this is going to be like the zapruder film like this is going to be like analyzed for like a week and then everyone's going to forget about it but there's a moment where if you watch the uncensored footage there's he says the joke you it goes to will and jada will's laughing jada is not at all. And then it goes back to Chris Rock and he says something to the effect of like, it's a G.I. Jane joke. Like, and he says like, that wasn't even a bad one. Yeah. And I think he's talking to Jada because uh, Will was laughing. Yeah, I and think then, so. Well, because, because also what happened was the whole crowd laughed and then the camera was on Jada. So I think some of the people that saw Jada's reaction, then they all were like, Ugh. like they started to ease it. Yep. Will obviously flipped because 
It wasn't that he hated the joke. It was that Jada hated the joke. So then right. he had to hate it because of it. And you're right. Rock's, and Rock, there's a few things when you go and watch it over and over again, like like we have. Oh, my God. Where, I've seen it like 20 times at this point. Where Rock, like under his breath, first of all, is like, that wasn't even a bad one. Like, right. knowing like with you two, I could do I could do plenty on the two of you. And I'm not going to. That's an easy one. And if you're going to get all fired up. So I 100% think it's real just because Chris Rock didn't defend himself. Like, that's another one that I've heard. It's like, well, he didn't put his hands up. He didn't think he was actually going to get hit. It's pretty simple. Right. Like, these are people who have, like, never been in, like, a real, yeah. like, impromptu altercation before. Yeah. Like, right. there's moments that you and I have both been in in our, hmm. I mean, I haven't been in a fist fight in, like, 15 oh, years. God, but, like, ever. No, the, the last one I was almost in was with you, but that's a story for another time. But not um, with me. Wait, we were not together. With we not were together. With we were together. Yeah, yeah. And we were at we told we've told this story before. We, we were at karaoke. Yeah, yeah. And, and the guy was like mean mugging me. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. So we were just defending, but we knew that like there could be a possibility for this. If if you're talking to like a friend, yeah, or someone that you isn't going like you're at work and no you never expect someone to slap you in the face at work. No, you know? let alone and and nobody works in front of two million. I mean, unless you're in the NFL or or the NBA, nobody works in front of millions and millions of people, right? And that was just so out of out of character and just so so weird. And then he sits back down, and then he says, "So also watching it in real time, mm -hmm. the way that they dumped the audio, I wasn't sure if they also dumped something that Chris Rock said." Like, if he kind of gave it back to him a little bit, but he didn't. He was just he so didn't. in shock by it. And I was so – and I, I've been – the thing that's crazy about this is I've been waffling back and forth all day on whose side I'm on with this whole thing. Oh, my God. I'm on Chris Rock's side 100 And I think I think I am. And I think – and I said this I said this to Rye. I was like, look. I was like, if I'm Chris Rock – because then I started getting mad. Once I started, like, I'm all right. I'm on Team Rock on this whole, whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I started getting mad, and I said – I started thinking about you and what we're going to talk about this on the podcast tonight. And I know for a fact that both of us, the second Will Smith sat down, I would have doubled down and said something worse. 100%. Because you're not getting up twice. I, like nope. you, you took me by surprise the first time. Now I'm really going to make you get up. 100%. And then if you get up at that point, you put Will Smith in such a uh, predicament. Like, you better come up there and go for blows, and you better take me down because I'm just, kill gonna me. Keep, I'm just going to keep coming at you. Yep. And even if the jokes are bad, it doesn't matter. You're thinking you're, you're just whatever comes to mind. And it might be – actually, it might be really offensive stuff because it's like whatever comes to the top of your mind. Oh, and I had I, one, and I was – I wanted to I, – like, I wanted to feed it to Chris Rock's earpiece. Well, this is what killed me. Do you want to say it now, or is it not appropriate? It's not appropriate, but okay. I'm prepared to say it because <laughs> – so Will Smith kept saying, we all know the, the rumors with Will and Jada, right? Yeah. Their well, relationship is that being an open relationship and all, all of that swingers or whatever. So yeah, that's weird. what I heard for a while. And then some of the other updated stuff is different than just straight up open relationship. Like I am unfamiliar with like what a cuck is, but yes. apparently he a hundred percent is a cuck. Which is a man who his, his wife is unfaithful to him. He knows about it and does nothing. Right. So the and, and maybe watches. Right. And so the line I would have don't worry about <laughs> your wife being in my mouth. Worry about other people being in your wife's mouth. Yep. And oh, oh you I, and I, it would have brought the fucking house down yep. and everyone would have laughed and I would have been like, come up now. It, yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. I 100 up now. agree with you. And he yes. even 
again, watch the film a hundred times. He even, so Chris rocks in shock and he's just like, he's like, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. And then he pauses and he's like, I could, and then he like hesitates and like, you know what he's thinking, you know, you know exactly what he's thinking that he's, he's, you and I like double down right now. Will Smith. Another reason why it's not fake is I know, I understand Will Smith just won the, the best actor award. So he's, yeah. he's a fine actor, but he had like tears in his eyes and he was like, he was so red faced. He was choking back. Like, I don't think he could do that. I don't think. He could and do that, that, and that is what pushed me kind of over the edge. Cause I, I'm, I was at the point where I'm like, all right, I can, I'm reading all the Twitter stuff. I'm reading all the news and I'm like, all right, I can kind of see if it's a medical condition. If rock knew that it was a medical condition and he did that joke anyway, I don't think the way that joke was worded and the way he said it, I don't think it was scripted. I think it was just kind of off the cuff. Oh, I because, agree with that completely. Because it wasn't a good enough joke for that for Chris that Rock to have written that weeks ago. I'm right? with you. Not not that funny. So, if, had he known that it was a medical condition? Okay, I'm like, all right, that's kind of fucked up. But, like, I don't think he did. And that was, like, just, like, an off-the-cuff joke. Yeah. But then again, if, like, and then what pushed me over the edge to be, like, Team Rock, right? Don't fucking cry. <laughs> like, don't do something fucking stupid and then cry. Like, I'm 40. Like, he's, what, in his 50s? How old is Will Smith? 53 don't cry cried like you know what i mean like but he also in the commercial break and there's footage of it had to be consoled by denzel washington and tyler perry they had to like talk him off the ledge i'm like well first of all shouldn't somebody be removing you from the award show like nope he gets to stay in the front row and then accept the award about 20 minutes later and give this nonsensical rambling speech where for six and a half minutes you're not sure if he's talking about the incident if he's talking about Richard Williams or if he's talking about his life, and you're like, maybe all three? You're like, I don't know what the fuck is happening right Did now. Did he go like Jim Carrey? Is he like Andy Kaufman now? Is yeah, he? He's method. Richard, yeah, he's method. Bullshit. And then that like, was you're the just one, an asshole. The way his acceptance speech started gave me some doubts. I'm like, wait, was this all part of the fucking plan? But I'm like, it doesn't make sense. The Oscar ratings were still bad, like the second lowest in Oscar history i don't think chris rock or will smith's gonna get a big boost from that they also completely overshadow quest love from the roots who won a uh who won an oscar that chris rock gave him for the the documentary that gets completely overshadowed all anybody's talking about is this it helps chris rock i think a little bit because he handled himself well and unfortunately he was a an adult if like you said right if it was you or me it would have been just there would have been a brawl on stage oh, yeah. or there would have been something so offensive said that you would have gotten canceled or whatever mm-hmm. like it would have been oh i oh i would have like as, yeah. soon, as soon as he sat down yep. i would have triple dog dared him to do something again well you have again, two you choices. got me by surprise yeah you have two choices at that point yeah if a guy smacks you in the face which is so demeaning by the way yeah oh yeah you might as well have spit on i would him. rather i would rather you punch me than slap me same also, weak ass slap. Will Smith, this guy's supposed to be Muhammad Ali and everything oh. else. That was a weak ass slap. I Chris feel like Rock, he was kind of on the wrong foot. Yeah, he was off balance. Chris Rock's like a buck fifty, probably soaking wet. Oh, yeah. And he yeah. slaps him, he cuffs him, doesn't even barely hesitates. So, two things. So, if somebody smacks you in public and then turns their back and walks away, two things. You can either run up from behind him and deck him and push Which him you don't want to do. You don't want to sucker anybody. Nope. Or you just keep talking trash. And that's exactly what I would do. You're right. Yep. And I know you well enough to know that, like, if I walked up to you and slapped you, or someone, like, don't do this when we have our live show, but, like, if anyone slaps me, (laughs) like, I have a microphone. You don't. 
Yeah. So oh, everyone's going to hear everything I say, yeah. and you're just going to be like a dickhead who, and not oh, like 100%. You would just oh, keep talking. I would absolutely keep talking until you came back. Oh, man. Rock. So there was also this <clears throat> back in 2016, Chris Rock was the host of the Oscars. And that was the year that Will Smith uh, was in the movie Concussion and he didn't get nominated. And he thought he should. And between that and I believe it was also at the time, like the Oscars so white thing was really going. I mean, right. you can do that every year, but this year was also a thing. And so the story was Will and Jada were boycotting the Oscars. Yes. And so Chris Rock had an unbelievable line. He's like, Jada Pickett is boycotting the Oscars. That's like me boycotting Rihanna's panties. I wasn't <laughs> invited. <laughs> it's an amazing line. Now, it's six years ago. That's a good ago. line. It's six right. years ago, but I bet she still remembers that. So the G.I.J. line was not just about her being bald, but it's also just like, this guy thinks I'm a shitty actress. Too. But even then, like, I wouldn't, if I'm Chris Rock, I'm like, all right, I did that joke. And he, he even said, like, that wasn't even that bad. Like, I, if I did that joke and you didn't say anything to me then, yeah, right, we didn't have an issue. So I'm going to do, like, a little softball one. You're sitting right in front of me, like, whatever. Right, because clearly they were right there in the front. So I dead don't think nut, dead nuts in the middle. Dead nuts yeah. in the middle. Also, by the way, Will Smith so tough, he's got to defend his wife. Also, doesn't thank her in his Oscar acceptance speech. Which, yeah, and like his put his puss kid was like, "That's how we do it." Like on Twitter, like, <laughs> yeah, that kid had a tough life. Yeah, that's how. You, yeah, he's yeah, been through, he's been through the struggle. He's oh, been through the real poor struggle. Kid. Yeah, I, I just I I can't get over how surreal this is in the sense that will smith can walk up on stage assault somebody mm -hmm. sit back down win an award and nothing is going to happen with this it's it's how we treat rich people it's just what it is rich like people, talk they, about they like, a different set of rules and who cares that like yeah. chris rock isn't pressing charges he did it in front of like you saw it happen saw he it. doesn't have yeah. to press charges yeah we all saw it completely there's probably police in the room yeah it had to have been right like security there had to be police on site didn't see any of them but you're right there probably had to be like they're like it doesn't have to press if a police if i walk up to you in the middle of the street and punch you in front of a police officer i yeah. get arrested yeah what if i'm like nah, i'm good they're like well we still gotta talk to this gentleman we're still gonna talk to this guy yeah, yeah it I doesn't know. matter if you it's like could be disturbing the peace it could be whatever and i'm also hearing too like if he punched out liza minnelli do you think there would have been a big issue or if um, I, I mean, I go different. If it was a woman, if Jada walked up to Chris Rock and slapped him in the face, oh yeah, that's I feel like it would have been a bigger deal too. Uh, now that's the other thing too. Yeah, the other thing too. I'm all for chivalry. I, I am all about treating you know women with respect. You know, but like, if she wanted to smack Chris Rock in the face, she would have done it herself. Like, why do you so that, think that you're you're who? What are you doing? How would you handle that? Because that was something else also got brought up. And yes. I do think there's two things at play here. One, again, not that it's a hilarious joke. I'm, I, I probably wouldn't have made that joke. Um, but there's also something different about Jada Pickett also being a celebrity versus it's not like he picked on some guy's wife who we don't even know. You know, right. like he's like, oh, there's Denzel's wife and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? What? Like, wait, what are you doing okay. with that? Look at Kenneth Branagh's wife. <laughs> like, okay. Why? <laughs> So that's a little awkward. So she's famous. Again, doesn't mean that everything is, is right to be said. But if you were in that situation, because somebody was asking me today, they're like, if somebody really disrespected your wife, mm -hmm. and again, that's one of the few things that it now in life would set me off. But I think in that 
situation and knowing like how it's all at play. And if say there was a comedian on stage mm-hmm. and they ripped my wife sitting next to me, first of all, you don't laugh like Will Smith laughed. You don't yeah. laugh if it's offensive to her. It should also be offensive to you. And then I would in the after party, if again, if my wife even thought that this was necessary, mm-hmm. I would maybe say something to him about it. Like, dude, you know what? We just to let you know, we didn't appreciate it. It was also right. it's a medical condition and blah, 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 blah. You're not walking up on fucking stage and cuffing the guy in the ear. That's ridiculous. No. And you know what, Rich? You know why you would do that? I'm because a, you're an adult. Man. I'm a grown ass man. Adult. I would have gone a slightly different. So Will Smith, if I'm Will Smith, mm. all right, I'm not. Um, Good point. I'm I'm the odds-on favorite to win this award, to win a Best Actor award tonight. Right, so I swallow it because eventually they're going to have a. Pre- I'm going to swallow it, and then in the press after when they ask me about it, and they ask me about you know winning the award, and like someone's going to bring it up. I'm going to say, look, you know, my wife has a medical condition, just something she's super self-conscious. I would have played that. I would have said that to the press. Or during your acceptance speech, who during my acceptance speech, but you could have, but you could have even started it with like my beautiful wife in the front row who was so courageous and blah, blah, blah. And then you're in a way I would have like, you don't even mention rock, but you're kind of buried in the joke in a way. And I would have been, and and to, to the extent that he would have had to apologize to her. That's what I would have done. Now, if Mm -hmm. in real life, you come up to me and you start disrespecting my wife. If I, (laughs) and she's sitting right next to me, different story. If she's sitting right next to me and you start talking shit about my wife, if I stand up and slap you in the face, yeah, you're you got off light. Yeah, that's because fucking God help you if she gets up. That's correct. Yeah, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, that's a good point. Yeah. Also, so, uh, there's a couple of funny like what ifs in this. Is like Will Smith only goes up there because Chris Rock is half his size. If it was Jason Momoa, no, no shot. I would even say Joe Rogan. If you want to go comedian route, Joe Rogan wouldn't take that shit. And then he'd take him down and fucking oh, choke him out. Oh, he would have buried him. Would have buried him. So I'm not a Joe Rogan fan, but no, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying like somebody who is either bigger than him as big or somebody that, you know, has some kind of like MMA background, he's not going up there. And I think, and again, there has to be something to the effect of like, he laughed and then I'm, this is how it goes in my head. Here's the sequence of events. Rock tells the joke. Will laughs, looks at Jada or Jada says something to rock. He looks at her. And she looks right. back at him and it's even she more looks back pissed. at him. And then that's when Chris Rock said, it wasn't even that bad, like whatever. And then she's yeah. like staring at Will. He's like, all right, I got to do something now. Like in 100%. his head, he's like, I have to do something. No. Not only that, my guess is Jada just in, in, in a mere seconds, mm. Jada is more mad at Will laughing at the joke than the joke. Yes. And now he's and like, all right, now I, I have to. Yeah. I'm in too deep. This is the only thing I can do. Pull a Kanye and run up on stage and smack the guy and then sit back down and pretend nothing nothing is wrong and, and then, then and then, then cry my name i was fucking mouth and then cry and then like accept you can't, be, you can't act this. tommy tough nuts and then cry you can't yeah that was that was t- everybody's like oh here comes the west philadelphia will smith i'm like what do you see the th- the hand that he threw like, what are oh, we talking about he's guy's never been in a real fight in his fucking life fuck that <laughs> um and the other thing too, I, I was listening. I was listening. I was reading tweets and stuff, and like Kathy Griffin, who I not a huge fan of, but someone retweeted it, and she made a good point. Just now, like now, people are going to think they can just like bum rush comedians, yeah, if they say something they don't like, hundred percent. And like who, what comedian is going to be like? All right, if Will Smith can get away with it, like anyone can get away with it, like bullshit. 
Well, not only that, but then it's also putting a lot of dudes in a bad spot because say you go to another thing and like, and somebody's in the chat talking about Ricky Gervais. I would have loved it. Gervais would have brought it up three more times. They wouldn't oh, he would, first go yeah. out there. No, he wouldn't even know. If he was Gervais hosting, they wouldn't let him back out. out of, oh, Gervais would have been perfect. But that's also why he's not there. If it was, um, oh, what, what I was just going to say. Oh, they're, they're putting other guys in tough spots too because so now if you don't run up on stage and smack the comedian, do you not love your wife? Do you not respect your wife? You know, next time there's a couple there and they rip the wife. Doesn't the husband now have to go on stage? Otherwise, like, well, he doesn't care as much. You ruined my fucking life. <laughs> I'm like 10 times as much as you. He wouldn't know uh, from the suit. <laughs> I don't have a so boy also, dick. Also completely lost in all this is there was, I thought, a pretty good line prior to getting onto Will Smith. Chris Rock uh, points to another power couple, Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz. And he's like, both are nominated for, for best actor, best actress. And he's like, man, he's like, Harvey Bardem, you know, he's in a tough spot. He's like, if he wins and Penelope doesn't win, like, oh, man, it's like, you know, he's rooting for Will Smith. And then that's how it got on the, the Smiths. Right. You're like, that fucking line was pretty good. And they were both laughing. They were having a good time because the Oscars a good time. On stage. But man, people have gone so soft. Just that's really the moral of the story, too. And again, like this whole like tough go. I have to put I don't have like I. <laughs> don't have to protect my wife i don't yeah she's an she's an adult too and if someone's like mean to her like she'll handle it like i'm i'm if i i can step in and say like yeah. that's enough but like i'm yeah. she can fight her own battles right like yeah, i'm rock, completely rock fine school. with it yeah because it's not and again if i slap you <laughs> you got off easy yeah yeah i'm now i'm not going to i no. but i'm gonna verbally undress you in front of everybody but Again, by the way, 40. Yeah. Chris Rock is at the Wilbur uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Billy Lanny from our show is going Friday night. He had tickets like way in advance. I, I'm excited. He's, yeah. he's got to talk about it. He has to work it into the set now. I, I mean, if he wants to, it could be the whole set. Look, we've already yeah. talked 20 minutes on it. We weren't even there. We're not even involved in it. Just go full Chappelle. Just like, just yeah. talk about that. It's, you know, it, it's what the people want. So you got to at least give them a, a, a taste of it, but oh yeah, and you got to like at least say like, hey, you know, no one come up even like at the beginning of the set, be like, don't please, nobody come up here. I have extra security. Please, no one come up here and slap me in the face. Well, you know, the next time there's an award show, whoever the comedian in is is either gonna have double like as a joke, they're gonna have like double bodyguards, they're gonna have dogs, or they're gonna be in like this giant like suit or like a thing. They're gonna do that. That's an obvious one. I think. Chris Rock should do. He should present next year, like from behind glass. Yep, one hundred percent. And that's the and that's it. That's the joke. And if right, if, you, if you're Will Smith, fuck you. I don't care. I hate. I, like Will, it, don't I hate Will Smith now. Will, Will Smith no, I was. I was told that now the Academy has like, they have like strict conduct rules. They could potentially take that away from him. I, I don't think they're they, going to. But they I bet could. they don't. But I bet they're. Uh... They may not ban him, but I, let's just say I don't think he gets nominated again. Or there needs to be a sizable monetary gift to the Could Academy of Arts and Film or whatever. What is the future of Will Smith? I know he's already filmed a couple of things. I think actually there's something coming out next month on Apple TV. Like this isn't like, this isn't good. No. Like this is bad. And again, I mean, look at and I know people are making this comparison, but like look at how people treat Kanye West. Yeah. And, and and Kanye, I think, has a better reason for doing the things that he does. I mean, going up with like talking with like Taylor Swift. I'm I'm a firm believer that 
and I'm not saying this to be flippant, but like Kanye West is like mentally ill. Yeah. Like there's something wrong. Like there's something with his health. Like there's something wrong with his health, whether it be bipolar or whatever. And again, I'm not being flippant. I really do believe that. I loud and clear Uh, on that. And, um, but Will Smith's just an asshole. Just an asshole. And maybe some of his uh, cool, carefree lifestyle is not as cool and carefree as he maybe thinks that it is. Maybe that's sort of a reason for outbursts. Also, not to go down this whole road, are they still Scientologists? I think so. I know they were. I know there's a few celebrities who were and then got out. I think they still are. You just don't hear about them as much as they don't. I would say real Scientologists don't talk about it. Mm. I think they're they're ones who are like they were in it and then kind of the ones who keep talking about it are the ones that don't last very long, I think, in the religion. I I mean, you look at like Leah Rimini and like who she's out. She's for sure out. Right. But like, I think that's part of the reason that she wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. But so that obviously was far and away the uh, the story. It's still like it's still crazy. It's still just ridiculous that that happened. I was I kept me up. Last night, I was yeah, I, I for a while. We talked about it a little bit on the air today, and I was like, I'm glad we're going to talk about it uh, now. And think of it like for us, this is our this is our wheelhouse. Like, think about how many Will Smith and Chris Rock movies, TV shows, and stand up specials we have seen over the last 20 years. I think. I mean, the other thing I think I tweeted out a while, like the my favorite scene in Bad Boys is when him and Martin Lawrence, the the, the guy, comes to the door to date his daughter. I think that's one of the funniest scenes in those movies. Bad Boys Reggie. too. I love Bad Boys. Yeah. Too. He starts waving well, the gun at him. I mean, that's the thing. I, I could separate the two. I still love Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I still love Bad Boys 1, Bad Boys 2. I liked King Richard, the movie that he won the award for. I liked a lot of stuff. You know He's what? also in a lot of shit. He's in a ton I'm of not going to watch it. That's no, fine. How, think of like, one of the things that if I were given Hancock to write like the script, I think I would have done a way better job with that. Yeah. Yeah, he if was you, also like think of like, and again, I'm sure it's Will Smith, so they had to like judge it up a little bit. If you had like a drunk superhero, like down in his luck superhero, I think that's a fucking cool idea. And they yeah. wasted it. Uh yeah, it wasn't great. Then he was in Wild Wild West, which is one of the, like the historically bad movies. Mm-hmm. He was in Bright, which was I thought was terrible. Turned down the Matrix to do Wild Wild West. Yeah, whoops. I believe. Whoops. Yeah. I think you're right. No, I think I believe you're I believe you're right. Also coming out of the Oscars, speaking of um, bad movies, so they're trying to appeal to more people. So they still, they, so they're like, let's nominate 10 movies. It's still 10 movies that nobody's seen. So then they sprinkle in these other little things, like these like fan choice awards. So there was one, which was movie of the year. And then there was two. It was, ah, uh, fuck, what was it? Cheerable mo- moment or something like that? Cheerworthy moment. Cheerworthy moment. It was like of the last like 20 years. It wasn't even the most recent year. And so, like, on the list was stuff like, I don't know, the scene in Endgame where Avengers assemble, which was, like, a fucking sporting event, and people were, like, standing up in the theater. Uh, there was when all the Spider-Men get together, which was, like, the same, which same thing. Unbelievable. Yeah. The number one cheer-worthy moment was when the Flash entered the Speed Force in the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Who the fuck? It's like by fan vote. What who? What fan? What fan of movies voted for that? I yeah. need to know. And the the other the next award that Zack Snyder got blows my mind even more. It's actually that I can't crazier. understand. It's even crazier because you and I like uh, Snyder cut, but it's, I mean, there's nothing better than the fucking Avengers Endgame or like the three Spider Men on the screen at the same time. That's I, fucking incredible. Like, and their whole thing is like, at least for Oscars, it should be like. 
keep theaters alive and movies are important snyder cut was released at home for free on hbo max like it wasn't even a theater movie for christ's sake and it was number one and And then it was it was a different version of a movie that we got years before that right it's just a souped up version of a worse movie so then they come out with i forget what they call this was just like the fan award fan award like fan favorite fan favorite award for this year and I'm like, oh, that's easy. It'd probably be either Spider-Man or the Suicide Squad. Uh, it was Army of the Dead. Again, this has to, like, who? Who voted for this? Snyder, like, the same people that clamored for the Snyder Cut are the same people that found this poll and found a way to vote for it. That's what it I just, I never, I did this, this poll never floated through my transom. I never saw it. I didn't see the poll either. I never saw the poll. <laughs> yeah, so those were two things. And then also, shout out to Coda for winning best picture i had a feeling that it wasn't going to be power of the dog i feel like there are years where there's a shit movie that's the heavy favorite for a while but then enough people realize it's a shit movie and then if something else comes along it ends up winning so coda i watched last weekend or two weekends ago i really enjoyed it and shout out to the guy i forget his name the guy who won best supporting actor Mm -hmm. who throughout mm, 75 percent of the movie is wearing a 47 brand red Sox hat Nice. Like, good for him and good for good them for but that yeah. was a good movie if you guys haven't seen coda check it out on uh apple plus if you have that it was uh it was good i, I enjoyed it and it takes place in gloucester gloucester i like how he was talking he thanked the gloucester fishermen and yeah. you know i have i have family in that town so um deep the hard bunch the, the millers the millers yeah. in gloucester so Pretty my sick. in-laws so yeah um yeah I, I man i gotta tell you like i have no idea like what fan voted for army of the dead who saw did anyone see that movie you saw it right we did an episode People on saw it. that we sure did yeah is that a fan where like i forget what we gave it i want to what do you give it? two three like a three, three or something like that um, it was just oh. it was so bad and you know me i'll watch just about anything it was so bad that the uh spin-off movie that came out also on netflix i didn't even watch no and i it was one of those movies i hadn't thought about it until the oscars mentioned it last night yeah, I saw it and instantly oh. forgot about it. I was like, that was this year? Yeah. It was so bizarre. Yeah, that movie was not great. It actually should have been up for uh, one of the Razzies, which were given out on uh, Friday night. And yes, I was were. thrilled to see that Space Jam took home worst movie. LeBron James took home worst actor. And LeBron James also won a third Razzie for worst on-screen couple or combo. And it was him and any other tune character when they shared the screen together, which is amazing. Again, I watched that movie with my children thinking that like, all right, I, this is just an excuse to whatever. Yes, and they bailed yeah. in like 20 minutes. They're like, this is, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. I yeah. like where this is going. All right. Well, that's our, that's our Oscar and uh Razzie minute, AKA 30 minutes. Anything else on uh, Oscars? No, I mean, I mean, movie. shit. No, yeah, I got plenty, but we gotta, we gotta move. On. <laughs> this week in uh, let us know what you guys think, by the way, at Dork Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, dorkpodcast at gmail.com about Will Smith and Chris Rock. You're not gonna be able to convince me that it that it was fake. I think it's not fake out there. I think it is hundred percent real. Will Smith also mm-hmm. issued an apology today, a half ass shitty Instagram oh. apology. Didn't apologize last night, but apparently apologized uh on Instagram. 
what we got between last episode of Dork Podcast and this one was the deleted scene from the Batman. Matt Reeves had talked about how there was actually more Joker in the movie. They filmed the whole scene and then they cut it out. So we got to see a, we got to see him talk or hear him talk, see what he looks like a little bit more. It was mm-hmm. in Arkham. Batman's trying to get information about the Riddler through Joker. What was your overall impression of this scene? I'm gl- I liked it, but I'm glad they cut it. Yeah, I'm for sure glad they cut it. It did not need to be in the movie. It would have been kind of distracting. And and that's exactly my point. I think that takes away from not only um, the relationship with Batman and the Riddler. And like, I like the fact that Batman figured it out. Like he didn't need help. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and I like the, again, it kind of harkens to like silence of the lambs where, you know, they have the scene with like, um, Hannibal Lecter, Hannibal Lecter and, and Clarice Starling. And what did Mig say? What, what did Mig say? Yeah. <laughs> I can't smell your, and, and anyway, um, I, I like that smell. aspect of it, but it didn't fit the movie because I yeah. feel like, I like the idea that this is an established relationship that they don't have to go back and forth. It's like, who are you? Who am I? They know each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Barry Keon, I mean, uh, he, he looks messed up and Barry I think people Potter. were, people, people were upset that he was just so, and again, he says something to the effect of like our year anniversary is coming up. Right. Yeah. And so he's, I, in my mind, like he's still healing from whatever happened to him. Cause Batman good and fucked him up beat the balls out of him yeah he like burned him and like he's he's a mess he's a mess and i think he's still recovering yeah that's not the guy you're gonna see whenever you see him probably not yeah i was like i thought the look was fine i didn't love it i didn't hate it i am for sure glad they didn't put it in the movie i liked how it kind of was and how the riddler gets introduced to him and i I always love a full arkham i like a lot of psychos Mm -hmm. in the arkham that that's always good for me but i do like the idea that he's he's there yeah, oh, yeah. That he's out there somewhere. And the th- I think the threat of him is going to carry the next two movies. Because this is a trilogy, right? It's supposed to be a trilogy. It. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of don't want him as the lead villain. I want to see don't, I don't either. somebody else. Yeah. But I like I like, I like the idea that he's there. Yes. We know I, he's there. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moon Knight comes out this week. So on Wednesday, we got our first episode of Moon Knight, which I cannot wait for. I'm, I'm so excited. The only problem I have with this is I think it's going to be a super popular show where every Wednesday morning you have to watch out for spoilers. Yeah. And I love, so I was reading Twitter. So they gave for critics, they gave, you know how they they give critics like the advanced screener. Yeah. So they gave them the first four episodes. It's six episodes. And this is, so one of the, the people were pissed. He's like, He's like, they gave us the first four episodes and season, episode four ends on a massive cliffhanger. Oh, I love it. Good. Screw you guys. Screw like, all you guys. Really, yeah. Really like, yeah, you get to watch it, but like, there's like a huge cliffhanger at the end of yeah. episode four, which again, isn't a spoiler. It's just a yeah, cliffhanger. Yeah. They just end the story at a certain spot. I can't wait. I'm, I'm excited yeah. for it. Uh, did you watch the first episode of Halo? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. Not yet. Uh, I do have Paramount Plus. Um, I did watch Jackass. Wait, is this, is this a Paramount Plus show or is it an Amazon show? It's on Paramount Plus. What is? I don't, oh, it could okay. be on both because some shows do both. Oh, like gotcha. some shows are like Amazon and Hulu. Um, so I watched Jackass. How good is Jackass? It was good. I was. I was. Did you see Bam? Bam was in it. No, that was old footage. The marching band one. 
Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but, I was, but he was in the movie. Like, he well, was yeah, in, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the marching band when they when Steve O got knocked out, Bam's in that. So wait, was that film for the movie and they kept it in, or it was must have been because it's it's fat old. it's fat Bam. Uh, yeah, maybe he doesn't uh, talk. They, he, okay. You don't oh. really see him, but like he doesn't talk at all. But you do see, you can see him. Um, I picked him out right away. And um, I love. So I was my wife. The opening scene. I won't. My, my wife barely got through it. Yeah, um, but it was really funny. And to that end, there's a, there's a lot of pee pee in this. And oh, I finished. Yeah. Um, yeah. I finished the first season of Righteous Gemstones. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was good, but what tickled me about that show is there's a penis in every episode. Yeah, I like that. And my favorite one was when Keith, the character Keith, comes running outside. There's like a disturbance, and he's just yeah. wearing the t-shirt. It's just this little. <laughs> I love that. It's like finally a character named Keith, and that's who we get. That's, and that's, that's who we get. Guy. And they're like, that t-shirt isn't as long as you think it is. And he just kind of pulls it down. <laughs> I was like, the funniest. Yeah, try to cover your junk with a t-shirt is just not... the tip of it though. Yeah, it's just the <laughs> just the bell great. end. <laughs> it's not great. It's tough for yeah. a lot of reasons. Yeah, so I did Jackass was good though. But I haven't seen Halo yet. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. It's getting like middling reviews. I don't and again, right. if there's ever a character that I don't need to see unmasked, it's uh Master Chief. Yeah, apparently he popped it off too, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah mm-hmm. that's not great. Uh, Atlanta season three started this week. I DVR'd it, didn't have time to watch it yet, but Atlanta is always one of the best shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a trailer for the movie Men, which comes out May 20th. This is an A24 movie. This looks like an absolute mind fuck. I don't know. I don't know about this. I haven't movie. seen the trailer for this yet. All right, I'm we gonna, I'll it check out it out. Yeah. podcast. We can we can check that check that bad boy out. Uh WrestleMania 38 is this weekend, a two-night affair. What? Yeah, because they were doing these WrestleManias and they were like six hour cards. And so they were like Saturday and Sunday. Now they're doing them. That's stupid. I, I don't The other it. thing, too, that really pissed me off is like they have this whole tease, this whole package where I was kind of excited about it because people are like, oh, Stone Cold's coming back, but he's mm-hmm. not really wrestling. It's like a, it, it's like a talk show shit. I was so annoyed. Or it's like, like they're doing like a pre recorded thing, like it's not live. Like he's not going to be in the building. Yeah, I don't know what's worse because I'm like, I don't want these guys to come out of retirement after 20 years. But then I'm like, don't say that they are and then don't have it be a match. Right. So that's kind of annoying. But it's free on Peacock. So I'm going to watch. And I watch so, WrestleMania every year anyway. And then I find out that. I, so it's a really sad story. Who's the wrestler who passed away? He drowned. He was saving his son. Oh, uh, was that Shad Gaspard? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, and then they're getting, they call it the Warrior Award. Yeah, they've like, been giving out an Ultimate Warrior Award for a while. Yeah, and it's for like dedication, and you know, it's about you know selfless devotion to blah blah blah. Like, who names a fucking award after that prick? Yeah, it seems like maybe a missed opportunity there. Like, is he like anyone one, else? He got back in their good graces right before he died, and then I think they got kind of swept up in it, and they were like, "Here it is." Yeah, now they can't get rid of. It, but like, he's oh, look who it asshole. is. Look who it is. Oh, this for is Christ's sake. This week in horrible Rossi takes. Rossi saying that. Look at that cool. photo, by the way. Can you do better? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Big cheese on him. He's excited to be on YouTube. That's it. <laughs> hey, look at me. I'm on YouTube. Rossi says Stone Cold. This is why you should watch us on YouTube, by the way. YouTube.com slash dork podcast. You, you can chime right in the middle of the fucking episode. You can chime mm-hmm. right in. Uh, Rossi says Stone Cold with Kevin Owens. It is live, but not an official match. So here's how it's going to What gonna does go that down. mean? This this is what's gonna so you know how there used to be like um I'm trying to think who did them remember like when 
fucking Brutus the Barber Beefcake had like the the barber shop. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Like wrestlers have like like Piper's Pit. Remember that shit? Oh, the Shockmaster with he tripped over the two before. Yeah, but like he came, he came into like a show. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin Owens has something called the KO show where he just like interviews people and like whatever. There's like a show within the show. So what it's gonna happen is he's gonna interview Stone Cold. He's gonna say Texas sucks, and then Stone Cold's gonna give him a stunner, fucking give him double birds, and then chug beers in his face, and then walk. Or he's gonna like throw him a beer, and as he goes to catch the beer, he's gonna kick him, stun him. Oh, I like that one too. Yeah, maybe they're like, you know what, we're gonna make up, bury the hatchet, stunner, (laughs) kick, stunner, out, boot. He's got a boot. He's got to boot him in the belly. Yep. You go, and then stomp a butthole in him. Right. How would you? How would you sell the stunner? There's two ways that you can take a Stone Cold stunner. I either, love either, so hold on. There's two ways. Yeah. You can either act like you're dead immediately and just drop to the ground and then start convulsing like Vince McMahon did once, or you can act like you're full, you're spring loaded like the rock and like shoot up like three rows. I thought that's the best way to sell a stunner yeah. is you go and you're like <laughs> like you're got hydraulics and you're like you just pop straight up in the air and land flat on your back. I think that's to, yeah. you need to supersell the sun the stunner. Hundred percent. It's okay. Rick Flair do the what? Did Rick Flair walk it off once? Like he got up and did like his thing. Like he walked around and then f- did the flop. That sounds right. That sounds. Like I love that too. too. Yeah, that is really good. <laughs> At the very least, you'll see him take us, uh, uh, give out a couple of stunners. I think that's. Really and important. so someone mentioned the one I was thinking of. It was Rossi. The one Scott Hall. He went like boom. He like jumped and just went straight back, <laughs> like on his back. That was the best sell I've ever seen. But like the Rock did it well too. I kind of like, though, like, if you're not into that, if you're not athletic enough to do that, just act like as soon as he grabs your head, you're dead. Your neck's broken. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just go limp. In the heat, <laughs> like, there's nothing, like, there's no give to it. You're just <laughs> immediately dead. You just, like, roll off his shoulder. <laughs> the undersell. Yeah, just- oh, yeah. Because you really hurt him. Like, you really hurt him. Fuck, it smoked him. Way to go, Steve. Yeah. Way to how to how to have it. Who did Triple H like fuck someone up with a pedigree once, right? Uh yeah, probably I mean, probably. I bet all these guys fucking hurt somebody somewhere along the yeah. way. That one's probably not as dangerous as like the old pile drivers and shit. Well, if you don't like turn your head, like you go face first yeah. and sees like sits on your neck, like from the back. Like yeah, oh, yeah. no, it's tough. Yeah. Uh and what what also is annoying to me, so for like fi- a five year run, the NXT matches were better than the WWE matches. Yeah. Like they just went fucking balls out and they had awesome matches. My man Ricochet. I love that guy. Your man Ricochet, our friend of the show, Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys have just put on crazy matches. And so one of the things was they called them takeovers and they would do it on Saturday night before either Mania or the Rumble or or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now that WrestleMania is two nights, they can't do it on Saturday. And now that SmackDown is on Friday nights, they can't do it on Friday. They're doing it Saturday afternoon. Awful. Awful. So I don't know how that's going to go, but hopefully people have a good time with that. But Whatever. Anyway, that's that. What? What? My dog's barking at me now. <laughs> Hold on, Harold. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm doing this. <laughs> He's pissed. Well, it's other people in the house. They can deal with him, right? Yeah, let me. Oh, Jesus. So anyway, we're going to skip the Davies video game minute this week. We are 42 minutes and change into this right now. We don't got time for it. It would have been brought to you by our good friend. It would have been brought to you by our good friends at 47brand.com. Go to 47brand.com. Use the promo code hashtag dork. Get yourself 
20% off all your merchandise. How about that? Thank you very much, Ryan, for that. Yeah. Apparently, this son of a bitch just came in the house. Oh. So I don't know what he's barking at me to go out. He's looking for a little treat. Looking for a little treater. Yeah, he's probably a looking snack. for a little treater. A little yeah. treater. <laughs> oh, God. He is. I love him. I love him to death, Ryan. But I so don't... you don't. What was that about? Y'all ready for bisque? Ryan? Yeah, sure. Let's do Are you ready for the topic of shore? Sure. Well, I'm glad you asked. The topic yeah. of the day. And uh, today. Last week, I saw a film. As I recall, it was a horror film. More or less, actually, it was hilarious. So today on the Gresh and Keith program, which everybody should be listening to, uh, middays 10 to 2 on WEI, Gresh goes, oh, I'm sure with all the Oscars, uh, you guys doing like an Oscars episode tonight? I go, actually, we're doing top 10 Draculas. <laughs> he was like, what? Yeah. Draculas. Top 10 Draculas, as voted on by the committee right yep. here, uh, Dork Podcast, movies, TV, video games comics pop culture maybe you live down the street from a dracula that would be included too the movie fright night that's basically what fright night's about these are the 10 best draculas um i'm gonna start right out of the rip we'll do honorable mentions at the end but david yeah. and i put together an, I, and we only had a couple of overlaps because there are so many draculas so many there. so many draculas out there uh and it's funny too because when i was first saying to my wife i'm like we're doing top 10 draculas and she's like what i go who's your favorite dracula and she's like i don't dracula. know like the regular Dracula, I'm like, nope. It's a little inside dork podcast, but one of my favorite things, and I laugh every single time, is when somebody says a vampire is a Dracula. I love I mean, that that's too. The, that's the backstory behind all of this. So these are really, yeah. it's a really top ten vampire lists, but they're all called Draculas by certain people. I'm going number ten Dracula for me. Yes, and for us, I should say, is Angel, played by David Boreanaz in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is a guy, big, handsome, hulking son of a gun. Mm -hmm. Was in all those episodes of Buffy, then got his own spinoff special, really put Dracula's into the pop culture and into the mainstream. And Sarah Michelle Geller in her prime might be the best of anybody in their prime ever. And Angel was going out with Buffy. She was a trained Dracula slayer. She was. And he was still, as a Dracula himself, was still with her. So I got to go Angel number 10. So, and there was a whole thing. So I, I asked know the vampire expert next door and oh. she was telling me that like she loved angel and the idea that like his curse was that he had a soul like, he was a vampire with a soul so he still good. had feelings and that's why he was able to you know Bad. fall in love and feel bad about you know doing things that he needed yeah. to do and so i i think that's a cool character um but again 10 is a good spot for angel I think. yeah i want i wanted him to be included it's not he's not my favorite vampire yeah uh, we have we have others that are on this so list. he's not your favorite dracula not my favorite dracula thanks for correcting yeah. me but i thought he he is warrant beat on this list so hit us with number nine so number nine is colin played by mark porkish in this the tv show what we do in the shadows um this is a very if you know mark porkish he played uh the guy who was the warehouse guy in the later seasons of the office um, just kind of like a nerdy, nebbish-looking guy, and his thing. So he slightly edged out Vladislav the Poker from from the movie "What We Do in the Shadows" yeah, yeah. by Jermaine Clement. But yeah. um, his shtick is he's an energy vampire, so he basically bores people to death <laughs> um, until they die, and right. that's how he sustains himself. Yeah. And there's an amazing episode in uh, I think it's season two or three where he gets a job in an office 
and just walks around to people's cubicles and just like chit chats with them and like small talks and just like kills everyone in the office. And he wants to be becoming like a boss. Awesome. It's, it's fucking hysterical. So if you've never seen that show, the movie, the Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clement movie is great. Yes. Uh, the show is equally as good. Um, so if you haven't seen what we do in the shadows, check it out. Colin is my favorite. And they made, they keep him in the basement. He's like Milton in office oh, space. Awesome. He's, he's technically a roommate, but he like lives in a crawl space in the basement. So I'm glad because I haven't seen the show. Yeah, I haven't seen the show yet. I've seen the movie, obviously. And the movie's right. fantastic. The movie's such a great idea. And so I was like, I, I, we needed somebody to be included from what yeah. we do in the shadows. And so, all right, we'll go with Colin. I'm in. Sounds good <laughs> to me. Love yeah. it. All right, number eight in our top 10 Dracula's list. Count Von Count from Sesame Street. Uh, he's been the first Dracula most of us ever saw. Yeah, he's been doing it a real long time. And it is a funny one when you're like talking. So like we watch a lot of Sesame Street in this house and you're like, all right, like Big Bird's a bird and all these other guys are monsters. Mm -hmm. Like Count Von Count is I'm like, it's a Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> and so Cece's like, all right. And so I have a working theory on Count Von Count. I don't know if I've told you this in the past. No. So he's not in every episode, but he's in like a decent amount of episodes. Snuffleupagus is rarely in episodes now i think count von count has snuffleupagus chained up in the bottom of like the basement of his castle and he feeds on him and yet because he never eats anybody on sesame street he's never he, he doesn't even come close to eating anybody on sesame street i think he feeds on snuffy and then every once in a while he might kind of glamour him and like forget his memory let him back out so he's back out there and big bird's like oh there's snuffy and then he goes back out. He like convinced him to go back out there because nobody has more blood than Snuffleupagus. That's a lot of blood. What do you think of that theory? I like that theory a lot, and I'm a little pissed that Snuffy's not getting his his due. You rarely see him. It's insane. Yeah. You never see him. I don't but like that. Count Count's great. And there's there's a good line too in the like just for the adults where um there there's like a grocery uh, store scene or episode. And they're all there, and uh, one, like one of the clerks says something to Count Von Count, like if he wants to know where the garlic is, and he's like, "No," and he like walks, <laughs> up, he like walks off. So like, every once in a while, he's like super vampire. Then other times, he actually is a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. I like that. Uh, so number seven, this one should have been this one should have been higher, I think. Um, I I agree. Ellie, played by Lena Leanderson uh, from Let the Right One In, probably my favorite Dracula movie is Let the Right One In. Um, yeah. And a, a la Kirsten Dunst, she is a she is a forever child vampire, which so makes it she, more terrifying. It's scarier, and that's why I love them both. I had uh, Claudia portrayed by Kirsten Dunst high on my list. Yes, so I think that's why that. So she's spoiler. She's an honorable mention, but uh, I'm glad that she made it because Let's the Right One In is definitely a better movie. It's a bit. It's a way better movie. And wasn't Kirsten Dunst nominated for an Oscar for that? I think she was. Oh, by the way, last night, Amy Schumer made a joke about Kirsten Dunst being a seat filler. And I thought Jesse Plemons should have punched her out because that's what you do now. If somebody mm -hmm. makes Amy Schumer work. so edgy, though, she, she's an edgy comic. Had a couple of decent jokes. And you know me, not a fan at all. But her, I'm, not, I'm not a fan either. Her, Wanda Sykes and Regina Hall. And maybe just because my expectations were so low. I didn't think they were that bad. No. And I, I'm. Yeah, it wasn't like. But anyway yeah uh yeah but <laughs> but let the right one in by the way one of the best dracula movies you'll ever see and um, you're right a kid dracula is 
horrifying. Yeah. Because they're, they don't give a shit. And they're actually not really kids. They're not really kids. No, they're older than you. They're older than, than everybody else they're talking to. But they Show kids. enough. Kid form. All right, number six on our top 10 Dracula's list. Skinner Sweet from the comic yeah. American Vampire by Scott Snyder. This is a great one. This comic is awesome. And it really, it got off the ground because Stephen King backed it. Mm-hmm. And the early issue, Stephen King and Scott Snyder alternated writing them. And then it eventually just became a Scott Snyder project. And Skinner Sweet's great. And he's one of those, he's one of those Draculas where you're like, he's he's a, he's a bad guy. Oh, he's a I, wait a minute. Is he kind of a good guy? No, no, no he's a bad guy. He's a super it, bad guy. Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's a uh, and it's fun because that story too also jumps times. So like you see what it's like to be a Dracula at all different times throughout history. So yeah. uh Skinner Sweet's good. We've recommended that that comic book a bunch, but he comes in at number six. He comes at number so number five. We're gonna go Santa Nico Pandemonium. That is that was the character's name. Yeah, I looked it up. I yeah. didn't think that character had a name either. I don't know. All I had... need to say, yeah. all yeah. I need to say, it's Selma Hayek in From Dust Till Dawn. That's all friend of the program. 100 percent Intimate friend of the program. Yes. Um, and what an awakening. Like you, you're watching this movie and you know this is a Dracula movie. You don't really know how they're gonna how they're gonna get there, right? right? But boy, when she shows up, all eyes were every. I remember watching this movie for the first time, and it was a room full of teenagers mm-hmm. glued to the screen when she yeah. showed up. Yeah, I'm a man that night when I watched. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I don't like the snake play. I'm not a big and nothing with the snakes. Keep the snakes away. But yeah, that is uh, that is outrageous. I love that movie. That is like one of That's my a good movie. That's one of my go to movies, and I I don't think it cracked our dork top 50 horror movie list i feel like you and i voted for it nobody else did. did. i I definitely did because it's robert rodriguez quentin tarantino produced with george clooney in it like yeah if i pitched that movie to you now you'd be like fuck yeah like yeah i'm I'm gonna do this wait hold on so robert rodriguez you know who's done all of these things and quentin tarantino who's Mm -hmm. and george clooney and okay clooney and and the Gecko Brothers, so you have this awesome side story. Oh, by the way, Harvey Keitel and Juliet Lewis are in it too. Yeah, just as they are, you know. <laughs> like, worse. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that movie. All right, number four on our list of top ten Draculas, Eric Northman, played by Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood. I am a sucker for True Blood too. Uh, no I was until I wasn't. I think when the um, I get that. I get it. When there's a lot of episodes, there's a lot of seasons. It's not all. The best, but once they introduced witches, I was kind of out. There was all kinds of stuff. There was uh the, the, the Lizzie Kaplan season might have been the last season I watched. I think that was the first season. Was it when she <laughs> no, when she was with Jason? Yeah, I'm pretty that sure. Was like the third, no, that was like the third season. Ah, dude, I think Lizzie Kaplan died in the first season. Did she? Uh let's look this up. I am interested. I would give this show's too daunting to do a rewatch of. Like, there's just too many episodes. She was in seasons one. <laughs> she was in one, but it's uh, all it says like, uh huh. Didn't she die in season one? I guess she did. I thought she okay. Never mind. But she talk about a smoke show too, Lizzie. Cameron. I love uh, Anna Camp in that show. Like the super oh, religious uh, girl, Sarah. She played. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
she so got. that wasn't the last season. That's the last season I was like fully invested in. And then I was kind of like, okay. Then they, like once what was, the guy's name? was in a total of six episodes. Cool. Um, <laughs> who was the guy? Uh, the um, the chef. Um, Lafayette. Lafayette. So once he became like a brujo, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had like, the wear, they had the, like wear Panthers. They went down a road on that show. They had all, they had all kinds of stuff. But Lafayette is legit one of the best TV characters ever. Uh, Jason Stackhouse, I thought was a good character. Yes. Uh, but of all the vampires, and there was a lot of vampires, obviously in the show, or a lot of Draculas, and a yes. lot of a lot of really good Draculas. Gonna go with I think the 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 best and the one that was in it the start to finish he was always intriguing he's always interesting was eric northman and there was a cool i think it was seasons one or two when he his um godrick when he was talking his relationship with godrick that i thought that was cool because it was kind of like a the way godrick mentions it is he's like i created you but i'm also like your father son brother friend like i i I like that godrick was great uh evan rachel wood was in the show she was really good she was a really old vampire uh deborah ann wall was wonderful Wall was good because she was like the young vampire like she had just turned yeah this show is good too because you had like eric and bill it's these two vampires down there and a lot of sucky and what like but one started as like this is the good vampire this is the bad vampire and then they sort of they changed places as the show went on I don't know. I like it. That show that show hit me in all the right spots. And what I, and I liked the idea that like vampires exist and then we've created this like synthetic blood that they can like live on. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a cool idea. It is. Yeah. And and I also like this show where they sort of uh go down the road of all right, we know what human blood does to Dracula's, but what does Dracula blood do to humans? Like that was yeah. pretty cool. And like how that's yeah. a drug and like it was pretty sweet. Yeah, that was <laughs> so. Number three, we're just gonna kick it this way. Dracula. Yeah, Gary Oldman's Dracula from Bram Stoker's Dracula. I yeah. loved. This is cool. This was really cool, and I loved this the backstory where the name Dracula comes from, um, his kind of relationship with um, what was the who did Winona Ryder play? I'm I'm drawing a blank. Uh, uh, Mary Murray. No, what was her name? It started with an M, but it was like, Art. but, um, no, but uh, anyway, so I, I, I loved what makes this cooler too. And we were talking about it when we were playing Mario Kart, this run of Gary Oldman had from like 92 to like 96, like the movies he was in and the characters he played. Yeah. You, you said this is your, you would regard him as the Best greatest actor. actor of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mina Murray. Mina, that's I was she played Mina, Mina yeah. Harker or whatever in the movie, but Mina Murray is the one from like the book and everything else. And then she yeah. like she's like both characters kind of. Well, she was Jonathan Hart, Jonathan Harker's wife. What yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, um, yeah. um no, Oldman could do everything, and this is another example. And just like the the different looks he gave. So he he's first you see him, he's like the old Dracula with the the man buns. Yeah, and then he's young again. Like he winds up coming to England, and he's young again, and that the whole. And then he's like the bat and he's like a dog and he does like a werewolf thing yes. for a little bit. It, it's a fun to do that role that well, I thought was really, was really cool. Um, and again, I think I was nine or 10 the first time I saw that. Uh, yeah. It, 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 it tripped me out. I, I didn't really understand what was going on. No, you might've been 11. I think this came out in 92. Okay. So I, okay. So I was, but I was young and I'm like, yeah, yeah. when you open the door and there's like a vampire orgy going on, I don't know what's happening. That freaked me out. I was, I was confused by the track. And like right. Keanu's like there and they're like, Oh, they're like, Oh, I'm like, Ooh, boobs. And then they start like biting on him and stuff that yeah. got weird. 
Yeah. That was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing? Uh, would have liked to, someone a little bit younger. He, I mean, yeah. Tony, as he called, as his friends call him, is a good actor. Yeah. yeah but, he is talented. Yeah. He is talented. Mm-hmm. All right. Number two on our top 10 Dracula's list. Now we might get a little bit of pushback on this. We're going to get a little pushback from this one. But right. I had a couple of these. I had a couple Dampiers on my list as well. I had him uh, number one on my list, and he's only half Dracula. Yeah. Blade. Blade. And again, so fucking awesome. And Blade 2. Awesome. You have, so people talk about the original Blade, but, you know, basically kicking off the MCU. You know, not a lot of people talk about this enough mm-hmm. that Blade was the first kind of MCU movie. Um, well, it's not, not an MCU movie, but Marvel. But is it now? We don't know. All right. Well, if you want to play it that way, I guess I want to play. It now, but there was also supposed to be a scene, a, a deleted scene with Morbius in it. I know. They Which thought, was, they, I don't know who was going to play him. I don't think we ever got to that. I don't know if we did either. But um, yeah, there there could have been way back in the day, which would have been. Again, I'm kind of you know, half glad they waited because I don't know if they would have been able to really pull all this stuff off back then right like this movie itself and the sequel was really good i even honestly think the third one's a lot of fun now again uh, ryan reynolds and jessica biel carry the third one yeah, um great. yeah but a guillermo del toro directed blade 2 we'll get yeah. to this too we'll get to why blade 2 kicks ass because it spawns something else but fuck man like a del toro vampire movie pretty fucking awesome uh yeah it was yeah and like right on the line too like Definitely in the horror realm. I mean, anytime we're gonna have a Dracula, in it, it better be kind of horror-y. But like superhero and horror. And again, uh, I don't think we even mentioned this, but Morbius comes out this week, and that's why we're doing top ten Draculas this week. We'll see. It's getting shit reviews, but I'm going in with an open mind. I hope mm-hmm. everybody else does. We'll see. Maybe maybe it'll be good. Maybe not. But uh, it it's got its work cut out. Like I I think the chances of it being better than Blade or Blade Two probably slim those movies are fucking really good yeah and so number one i mean you can guess we've got we've gone to kind of gone through the list um max shrek playing count orlock in nosferatu and this is one of the original horror movies a silent film which surprisingly holds up like this movie's still scary it's legit scary and i think when people just in your mind just like say dracula i think it's like one of the images that pops up is this like, kind of like, like him, like kind of the, moving up the the teeth and the eyes and the fingers and the fingers and everything? And if you haven't seen Shadow of the Vampire too, where Willem Dafoe actually plays Max Shrek, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of like that meta thing where it's like he's playing. It's uh, they think his name is he's a method actor, but really he's a vampire. Love it, yeah. It, it's it's a really cool movie, and Willem Dafoe is awesome as Max Shrek. But um, Count Orlock, I mean, one of the first times I remember being like legitimately scared like mm. watching this movie and did, i think maybe that's a little bit of shock um the the seeing it again like brings yeah. that back up but oh um, yeah 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 it's just a fucking scary movie man that's a good one yeah all right our list is uh <laughs> our top 10 draculas number 10 angel from buffy number nine colin from what we do in the shadows number eight count von count from sesame street number seven ellie or was it eli or ellie ellie i believe her name Ellie from left yeah. right one in six Skinner Sweet from American Vampire five Santanico Pandemonium from from Dust Till Dawn number four Eric Northman from True Blood three Dracula from Bram Stoker's Dracula two Blade from Blade and number one Count 
Orlock from Nosferatu. You hit hit me with your honorable mentions first, then I'll give you my honorable mentions. So my honorable mentions, one, um, Marlo, the head vampire from 30 Days of Night. Again, one of the coolest concepts. You know, Of course, vampires would travel to a remote city in Alaska where it's night for 30 days. The sun doesn't come up. Awesome. And they just devastate this town and they have like their own language. But uh, Marlo was a the kind of the head vampire. Yeah. Um, if you've read the comic or seen the book, um, Ruth from I Am Legend. Now, this this is the not the not the movie, but the the book I Am Legend, which deals with vampires. I know the Will uh, we're on Will Smith and we're talking yeah. about yeah, yeah. They were not vampires, they were like zombies, like weird zombies in that movie. Um, but in the book, they're actually vampires, and she's the one who gets Robert Neville to come out of the house. Okay. And so, that, and so I, I know I've talked about, this is one of my favorite horror books of all time. Yeah. Um, if you haven't read I Am Legend, read it. It's it's great. Um, my Dampier on the list, which is half vampire, half human, um, D from Vampire Hunter D and Vampire Hunter D, Bloodlust, the movies, uh, the anime movies, which I think I've yeah. made you watch at some point. Yes. So you yeah. watch this. Vampire Hunter D um, um, Bloodlust is actually really cool. Um, and D is he is actually the son of Dracula, an immortal woman. Um, and he has some really cool, he has like a like a hand like in his uh, a mouth in his hand that like talks to him, which is which is pretty yeah, cool. Pretty sick. Um, and the last one, so speaking of Guillermo del Toro and Blade 2, those vampires with their their necks open and there's like a needle that comes out. Um, he used those vampires to write that style of vampire. He wrote a uh, book series called The Strain um, with, uh, it was a Chuck Hogan, I believe. They wrote these these books. And one of the characters, he's a, um, he's the son of the master vampire. Mm-hmm. We, saw, we say son, but the master vampire turned him. He's an ex-Roman gladiator who is now, he runs a black ops t- that takes out like unpure vampires. And his name's Quinlan. So you get like this like old school Roman who is now like a, he has like an assassination squad that takes out other vampires. Yeah. It's pretty fucking badass. Yeah. And they, they put that into a TV show too, which they was- did. And Quinlan's in it. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. But he's uh he's a fucking cool character. All right. Some of the honorable mention Dracula's I had uh, Cassidy from the comic book preacher. And I completely forgot about Cassidy. I completely yeah. forgot. He was such a cool character. I forgot he was a Dracula. Good in the TV show, too, but better in the comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Count Chocula from the serials. Mm-hmm. Pretty good, pretty good uh, Dracula. Claudia, we already mentioned from uh, Interview with the Vampire. That was the Kirsten Dunst character. Uh, Celine from Underworld. Yep. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale in Underworld. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akasha from Queen of the Damned. My God. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. She Queen of the Damned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David from The Lost Boys. Yeah, that's a good one. Key for Sutherland. Yep. That, Sutherland. yep. Uh, Caleb uh, Colton uh, or May from Near Dark. So Near Dark to me is one of the best underrated nobody talks about Dracula movies or even just horror movies in general. And that's the one. It was uh, Catherine Bigelow, right? Directed that? Yes. It was her first, yeah. it was her first movie she directed. Uh, and then Morbius. Again, not from not the Jared Leto Morbius. I don't know. But I'm just saying from comic books and just to have a, a Marvel vampire a full-on vampire like i i like it so he's on the list and then i know people love that vampire diary show which i've never seen so that's why i've never seen it neither one of us have anybody on there from and again it was too it was too like uh they kind of hit on that when the twilight stuff was yeah hunky vampires they kind of hit on that and 
kind of rode that way for many, many seasons, but I was out yeah. on that. I never, had no interest in that. Should have put Edge on there from The Brood, WWE. Oh, The Brood. Or, they did uh, Edge and Gangrel. Gangrel was the other who spit blood. Gangrel yeah. was the other one. Yep. And the bloodbath. All right, there you go. Yeah. Let us know who your favorite Draculas are. Uh, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet us or DM us on Instagram at dorkpodcast. Uh, all right, let's get to this. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may also choose at this time to defend the goal? I will defer. All right, I will receive. Sure. I've mentioned this a couple of times. I this is not necessarily a pitch, but in a couple of weeks. So next week we're doing Morbius. The week after, if you watch, there's going to be nine total episodes of the TV show Severance. It's pretty good. Okay. So episode seven just ran this past Friday. It comes out every Friday. So this Friday will be the penultimate episode. Then the following Friday will be the final episode. Again, I don't know if it's popular enough. It might not. I don't know if everybody, I don't know how many of you guys listening to this watch Severance, but it's pretty good. If this is the show that they do a procedure where at home, you don't know, you don't know anything at work. And then when you're at work, you don't know anything about home. Like you literally walk through the door and it's like, it's like a different person. And so. I don't know. It's taking some twists and turns, though, and I'm, I'm fascinated to see how it's going to end. So I've mentioned it a couple of times. It's it's just getting better in my mind. This is the Adam Scott show. Uh, also, John Turturro, Christopher Walken, and then Patricia Arquette. It's got a pretty crazy cast, and a lot of the episodes are directed by Ben Stiller. So check out uh, Severance out there, and let me know what you guys think of, of that show as well. I'm curious how many people are watching this. Um, someone mentioned in the chat, uh, Job mentioned that uh, Vampire Batman does get an honorable mention. It is. We just. It's. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The good point. It it's is a good point. There. At one point, Bruce Wayne was a Dracula. He does get a mention, and I think oh, Batman at some point fought Dracula. That's a little silly to me, but. Yeah, I, never, um, I didn't like how like Dracula was also a Marvel character, like Dracula, Dracula. Right. I also didn't like that they brought in like predators at some point. Like Batman was fighting Batman versus Predator. Like yeah. it was. I didn't like that. Um, I always thought that was really goofy. Yeah. Um, my wife turned me on to a show. It's on ABC right now. It's one of those like mockumentary shows. If you if you have a hole in your life that's like from The Office or Parks and Rec or anything like that, uh, there's a show called Abbott Elementary. Um, especially if there's a lot of things in there, I almost turned it off on the first the pilot episode because it's a little too real. Like if you if you've ever worked in education, if you've ever been around teachers, um, the main character Quinta Brun, uh, her uh, she played Janine. Uh, played by Quinta Brunson, who's actually the show creator. Um, she's like a first year teacher and is all about like making a difference. And then you have like crusty educators like me who are like, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah you're going to make a difference. Oh, yeah, you can change yeah, yeah. the kids' lives. Yeah, great. It's, it's a little too real in that regard, but um, uh, it's good. It's it's actually really well written. The characters are actually pretty awesome. So um, I like it. Check out, uh, yeah, Abbott Elementary. It's good. All right, very and good. And I would be remiss. I would be remiss being. Uh, I know I'm not doing this to be funny, but um, when a major thing happens and, and someone passes away, we do mention it on the podcast. And uh, Taylor Hawkins passing away from Foo Fighters. Uh, it was. It was a. Um, I had not been that affected by the death of someone I didn't know since like Chadwick Boseman. Like I had a day. Like I was in it, man. I. I was. Um, 
I, I mean, I've been a fan of the Foo Fighters since fuck like the nineties, like when the first, you know, that demo came out with, uh, and the one with the album where Dave Grohl played all the instruments and then just hired, you know, mm-hmm. people, uh, to play with him. Um, shit. I, 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 just a meaningful person, you know, who, who would never know me, but like, um, shit, that was a bad one. So pick up the pot, Taylor Hawkins. Was- yeah. I mean, and Foo Fighters have been the only rock band for like a decade, like straight then, rock band. Yep. Like, and if you've ever, if you ever saw them live, I, I saw them live a couple times, and you would be even if you weren't a fan, you would be surprised at how many songs of theirs you know. Oh like yeah, that, like how hits. many of their a lot, a lot of good music from them. They got a ton of hits. I I really want to see. I know it's going to be like goofy, but I really want to see Studio Six Six Six. It's the movie that just came yeah. out about the Foo Fighters like writing an album or whatever, and it's right. like a horror comedy. I think like a little Whitney pick Cummins of destiny. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's very pick of destiny esque. But Dave Grohl, Taylor Hawkins, are they're all in that. And I'm, yeah, that one was uh, that's that's brilliant. Only fifty years old, and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, he's fifty. I'm like, I feel like the Foo Fighters have been around forever. And it, the story is, is like he was Alanis Morissette's drummer when she was like the biggest star in the world. And Dave Grohl called him. He's like, hey, man, I'm looking for a drummer. I did all the, I just need someone to, and he's like, yeah, me. Wow. And that was like, and he's like, what do you mean? Like, you're touring with Alanis Morissette. You're in her band. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play with you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Crazy shit. I don't know. What but, do you think? I mean, poor, I mean, you think about Dave Grohl, and I know it, it burned real hot, but being in Nirvana and then having Kurt Cobain die. And then that, now that was only a few years, but it was still so incredibly impactful. Yeah. And then he's doing he's in Foo Fighters forever. I mean, Christ, when was their first thing in the 90s? Oh, shit, 90. I want to say like 96 or 95. Wow. And then 2022. And then like what do you what do you think? 95. Do you think Foo Fighters continues or do they do I, that's like, the thing? I mean, that's I go back and forth with this all the time. Like, yeah. is it uh-huh. I, I like the idea of like the ship of Theseus? Like, is it still the same band? If you replace a part of it, is it still the same band? I don't think it is. Um, I think the only way you can do this, and that I, I, Dave Grohl plays drums and sings. That's the yeah. only way you can do it. He can do it. I mean, that's. I mean, of course he can. I, I man, would you want to? I don't know. I mean, I think yeah. the only person, the only person who can sit in that seat other than Taylor Hawkins is Dave Grohl. Correct. Yeah, that's, you can get someone else I, to play guitar. They have three guitar players in the in the group. They're fine. Aren't they at Boston Calling this summer too? I think they're supposed to be, but. No, I know. I mean, Christ. Yeah. By the way, I saw the tour with uh, at Fenway with Dave Grohl was in a chair because he broke his leg. I remember that. Fuck, that was awesome. Still kicked. Guy went so that they went so hard. It was great. Yeah. No, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, That was that was tough for sure. Uh, Also, a reminder: we got a live show coming up on May 15th at Idle Hands. It's Sunday. Uh, We're gonna start around three o'clock. Us and Mac and Goo, and excited to announce that we're gonna do our top. We're actually going to do top 50 comic book movies of all time, but because that'll take so long on a Monday night, I forget which one we already circled it. We're going to do 50 through 26 and then at idle hands, we'll do our top 25. Yeah, yeah. And this is going to be voted on by the entire DSG. So there's going to be, what was that? 10, 11 people. So it's, yeah. it should be a pretty good mix. Like it won't just be weighted with the ones that me and Davey love necessarily. Maybe it will be. Maybe maybe we all see the same. I don't know. But I'm just glad I'm not doing the math. I'll figure it out. If if people send them in slowly, I can kind of like add them up as we go <laughs> and then figure it out from there. 
that'll do it for this week. Uh, you can uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or whatever else you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. And subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast where we record these live Monday night, 845. And then it's available wherever you get your pods after that. Tell a friend. Tell a dork. Uh, let us know if you enjoy the show. Uh, right. You don't give a shit about anything, do you? What would you say? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>